0: Good morning. Last year, Jay Gallagher, a student at Potomac Falls High School, took his own life. His parents sued Jay's guidance counselor, arguing the guidance counselor should have told them he was meeting with Jay. But now they've withdrawn that suit. For Tuesday, April 24th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The parents of a Potomac Falls high school senior who took his own life have dismissed their $5 million wrongful death lawsuit against their son's guidance counselor. The case was set for an eight-day jury trial starting yesterday, but Aaron and Timothy Gallagher's attorney filed an order earlier this month to dismiss the suit. The Gallagher's have six months to decide to refile the suit. The case was filed against Richard Bader, a guidance counselor at Potomac Falls. The Gallagher's son, Jay, took his own life at 18 years old. Three weeks before that, Bader had received an email from one of Jay's friends concerned about Jay's mental well-being. Bader met with Jay to talk about it, but never notified his parents. The Gallaghers say they should have been told. Bader has previously testified that he asked Jay the questions on the school system's suicide assessment, which determined he was at zero risk of suicide. Jay asked Bader not to tell his parents. A judge has also ruled that Bader was permitted to exercise his discretion in responding to the concern. But Timothy Gallagher said this isn't over. In a Facebook post, he stressed that Bader should have notified him and his wife that he was assessing Jay as a possible suicide risk, even though the information that he may be at risk came from a third party, Jay's friend. He wrote, quote, The counselor told no one and deprived us of our one opportunity to get our son the help he needed. We owe it to Jay and the present and future generations of school kids neither to accept nor to tolerate this misreading of the law, end quote. Go to com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Leesburg Planning Commission is evaluating plans to build 64 townhouses along Edwards Ferry Road between Costco and the Edwards Landing neighborhood. The closest townhouses would be 220 feet from Costco. According to Leesburg town planner Rich Klusek, this is this application's fifth submission. It was originally proposed as an active adult community with less distance between the residences and Costco. And he said the application has much improved since then, bringing it closer in line with the town plan. Noise mitigation, however, remains an issue. The developer is offering to do a noise study and mitigate based on the study. Several Edwards Landing residents came to the town planning commission to voice their concerns. The commission will take it up again at their meeting June 7th. The county board of supervisors has unanimously renewed a one point six million dollar one year contract with Grafton Integrated Health Network to run the county's youth shelter and group home. I only mention this because the vote came eight days after a former Grafton employee was arrested on charges of strangulation, assault, and battery, and preventing the victim from contacting law enforcement. Investigators said Melissa Rosario assaulted a teenager and prevented the victim from calling 911 to report the incident. Other staff restrained her and removed her from the facility, and Grafton immediately fired her. The company then reported the incident to Loudoun Child Protective Services, which worked with Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, to to investigate. The teenager was not seriously injured, according to a press release from the sheriff's office. Rosario was taken into custody on April 11th by the Jefferson County West Virginia Sheriff's Office and extradited back to Virginia yesterday. She's being held without bond. According to a county staff report, the shelter serves about 162 at-risk youth every year. Some county supervisors have expressed frustration with what they see as inadequate review of some applications by the county planning commission. Large rezonings and other land use decisions and applications first have to face review at the County Planning Commission, which negotiates with developers and makes recommendations before passing the applications to the Board of Supervisors. But last week, some supervisors said some of those applications needed more work before they came to the County Board. In particular, the Silver District West proposal, which would put a 3,700-home mixed-use development on 158 acres along the Dulles Greenway. The Planning Commission recommended approving that application, and last night, supervisors had the first of what are expected to be several committee meetings on that application. Supervisor Ralph Bona said the commission has the green light to push back on applicants. Planning Commissioner Jeff Solomon, who was the chair of the commission last year, said much of that frustration may be down to lack of communication with the board. A man has been arrested for a shooting early Sunday morning at a home in Ashburn. The investigation began when a man who had been shot was dropped off by acquaintances at a Nova Loudon hospital in Lansdowne. The acquaintances attempted to leave the area but were located nearby, according to the sheriff's office. The victim was treated for injuries described as serious but not life-threatening and remains in the hospital. Charles Forbes of Centerville was arrested by a U.S. Marshal's Fugitive Task Force in Prince William County and charged with aggravated malicious wounding, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. According to investigators, it appears he and the victim knew each other. And another man is in the hospital after another biker pushed him down while biking on the W&OD Trail. According to the sheriff's office, an adult male was riding his bike west on the W&OD near Ashburn Village Boulevard Sunday afternoon when he attempted to pass two cyclists. He told investigators he was on the center line when a cyclist coming from the other direction reached out and hit his helmet. The victim fell to the ground and was taken to a Nova Loudon hospital. He was later transported to a Nova Fairfax where he was listed in stable condition. The suspect was described as about six feet tall wearing a white and light green Castelli jersey. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight is Neighborhood Night at b Brewery and Round Hill. Eric Burnham and the b Bluegrass Buddies will be hosting an open jam. There's no cover charge, there's beer specials, and it starts at 5.30 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, give the podcast its own thorough review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to tell your friends and subscribe, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.